Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. A Friday morning here at Wax at the shank of the day, and a beautiful morning it is. Glad to be back, although I have to say I do enjoy going to that state FFA convention every year. You talk about getting your juices recharged. That's a good place to do it with those young people that are so enthusiastic. It's just a, a great place to go. And uh, great kids, uh, you know, you want to feel young. Hang around young kids. Don't hang around those old buzzards that you hang around with every day. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, isn't that the truth? It was. It was just so, they're so excited yeah, and they're so willing yeah. to share with you what they're doing. Yeah, Bob and Jill with you here this morning as we've got chores to do on wax. And again, uh, the big story coming out of that. Casey Dink from down at Mondovi is our new state FFA president, two years in a row, an officer from western Wisconsin, president Ben Steyer. And I'll tell you, Ben gave one of the best retiring addresses I have ever heard from, and I've heard a lot of them, and they've all been good. But uh, Ben was uh, just a notch higher. You know, he referred to the, and I was wondering if he was going to do it, if he referred to the... uh, Incident, oh, well, almost 21 years ago now that uh, his Uncle Pat was, well, murdered. That's the bottom line. His Uncle Pat was murdered there in in the house. He was uh, shot and the house was burned and, uh, you know, they found who did it. We won't go into detail about that. But, uh, again, he did refer to that. His name is Benjamin Patrick Steyer, named after his Uncle Pat, who was, again, like the rest of the Steyer family, such a good guy. I remember... When they had a breakfast, dairy breakfast down there years ago, obviously over 20 years ago, uh, before Alpha Lawn is what it is now, sat there and had breakfast with Pat at the dairy breakfast on the farm, Pat and his dad, and, uh, and had a, had a good breakfast. It was, uh, it was a good time. Willis Dix was also sitting at the table with us. I can remember like it was yesterday and, uh, the tragedy, but Ben gave a little live life well was his theme, and uh, he gave a speech that was uh, out of this world. So congratulations, a great year for Ben. Also, dairy breakfast. We've got the rodeo in Stanley this weekend. We've got the Colfax World's Fair is underway. <laughs> and uh, also, of course, Brent Wink will be with us this morning as uh, Brent will be here to uh, talk about the crops this morning on our Winfield United program, uh, the Ag Division of Land Lakes, Brent will be along a little bit later on. He's on the way right now. Nice morning. He's probably rolling in with the windows down. So we'll take a look at that and uh, tell you more about the dairy breakfast and other things going on and uh, hear from uh, more of the folks, a little bit of a chunk from Casey. We'll get more with Casey later on. And uh, every time I think of Casey, I think of uh, her mom and dad were there for the whole convention, Mark and Tammy. And to talk to Tammy and Mark, of course, is, uh, yes, Mark Denk is her dad. He's the uh, 
ag instructor at the Chippewa Valley Technical College that you hear on the air with us and uh, kind of a laid-back guy. And, well, are you excited? Yeah, this is what she wants. And, uh, yeah, we're excited and this, that, and the other thing. And I talked to Tammy and said, he is so excited. You know, he never, his public demeanor doesn't show it, but uh, he is excited to have his daughter so successful, both Mark and Tammy. So, again, uh, when he comes in here, I'll give him a little gas about that and see if we can't get a smile on his face. But uh, he's quite a guy. He's actually on this weekend with the CBTC program. Yeah, but this is you have recorded oh, that before Casey got to be president. So, I think we need to go poke the bear a little yeah, bit on that one. <laughs> we might do that. But congratulations, a, a great convention for so many people around our area. And we've got more programs we're going to air and share with you and uh as the, the days go along, too much going on to get it all in the allotted time, but uh, we keep doing our best. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a, take a check of our weather. It's hay and weather. We'll tell you about that courtesy of Mark Ward Motors. Remember, they're open for your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with a complimentary tire, roca- ro- tire rotation. Vehicle health check and car wash. Schedule yours at markwartmotors.com. It's hay and weather. Today through at least next Thursday, it's going to be full sun to partly sunny and temperatures in the 80s, even the 90s. The coolest day will be tomorrow, and that's going to be about 78. Looks like Monday will be the hottest day. That'll be about, oh, 95, 96. But again, no real rain unless these pop-up showers from the heat come along, but really no rain in the forecast. It's 57 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area as we look again for a high today about 82 dandy day Friday morning at Wax it's 5 o'clock this is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire about some news this morning a new task force addressing online harassment and abuse is being established by Vice President Kamala Harris for the first time cyber exploitation victims can sue their abusers in federal civil court. Yet, we still have so much more work to do to protect people. A statement from the White House referenced the recent deadly mass shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde, Texas. It said the Internet can be a weapon which leads to hate and abuse affecting society at large. It also noted some groups of people are especially vulnerable to online abuse. They include people of color in addition to women and girls. Today in Shanghai, China launched its third and most advanced aircraft carrier. The ship has a new catapult-assisted launch system similar to those on U.S. aircraft carriers. The Washington-based think tank Center for Strategic and International Studies says the new system will allow China to launch a wide variety of planes faster and with more ammunition. A China expert at the center says the new ship is the Chinese military's first foray into a modern aircraft carrier. Performers are being announced for the 2022 BET Awards. Lisa Taylor fills us in. Among those to hit the stage at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles are Lizzo, Jack Harlow, and Roddy Rich. Other performers include Babyface, Chance the Rapper, and Ella May. More to be announced. Diddy is set to be honored with BET's Lifetime Achievement Award. Taraji P. Henson will take on the hosting duties, making it her second time doing so. The 2022 BET Awards are live June 26th. I'm Lisa Taylor. And five fraternity brothers at Bowling Green State University are being sentenced for the hazing death of a sophomore. They were found responsible for the death of 20-year-old Stone Foltz, who died of alcohol poisoning in March of last year after being coerced into drinking a liter of bourbon by members of the Pi Apocalpha fraternity. On Thursday, three of the frat members were given short jail sentences. Two were put on house arrest. I'm Mark Mayfield. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again, we got a hand weather coming. Sun today, 82. Partly sunny, 78 tomorrow. Sunday, partly sunny, 85. Good weather for the dairy breakfast that we've got going on this weekend. The Stanley Rodeo. Also, Lake Martha Days in Stanley. The Colfax World's Fair going on. If you can't find something to do this weekend, you're not trying very hard. Monday, on yeah, next week, this hand weather continues right into next week. So Monday is going to be the hottest day. It'll be well into the 90s with sunshine. 
Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, partly sunnies, 80s to maybe 90 on Tuesday. So it's haying time around our part of the country. If you've still got hay to knock down, it looks like a good time to do it outside of maybe some of those pop-up showers, which are hard to forecast, of course. Right now it's 56 in Medford, 60 in Wausau, Marshfield at 56, La Crosse 64, Green Bay 62, Madison, Sun Prairie 67, Milwaukee at 71, and uh, right here in the Eau Claire area, Very pleasant. 57 degrees this morning. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get at it. Mark, it's brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance and the folks at Rural Mutual Insurance, very involved in the FFA convention as well at the career fair. They were throwing bean bags and uh, having a good time down there. So Rural Mutual Insurance, again, good supporters of the FFA at the convention in Madison. Well, Jill, what do the livestock numbers look like? Choice fed beef steers are one thirty seven to one forty six, was mixed at one dollar to one thirty six. Choice fed beef heifers are one thirty four and a half to one forty seven, with mixed at a dollar to a dollar thirty four. Choice fed Holstein steers are one twenty two to one thirty seven with selects at seventy one twenty to one twenty one. Cows are sixty seven to eighty three with a top of ninety five. Bulls are sixty seven to one fourteen. Butcher hogs are ninety two to one oh nine with sows at forty to fifty four. Boars are nineteen to twenty. New crop market lambs are one seventy five to two twenty five with old crop market lambs one forty five to one seventy five. Feeder lambs are coming in at 50 to 227 and a half. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures, live cattle, they were mixed yesterday. June closed up 20 cents at 137.75. August down a half a dollar at 136.30. October down 15 at 142.07. December 147.67, up 7. Feeder cattle lower across the board. August 171.30, down 197. September down 187 at 173.22. October feeder cattle, 174.97, down $1.82. November at 176.47, down $1.67. January, 176.67, down 125. And Jill, we've been talking about uh, all the things going on, the dairy breakfast, the rodeo, Lake Martha days, the Colfax Fair. Beef producers have got a busy day tomorrow. They do. They're having their summer picnic and farm tour starting at... 10 o'clock up in Woodville. All right, and uh, we'll see uh, how that turns out as uh, they've got a June of a July as beef month. I wonder why they're doing that in June. I don't know. They had huh? it planned. They started planning it back in March. Yeah. So I'm right. thinking they didn't know when all the dairy breakfasts were. <laughs> but uh, that's coming up tomorrow. Well, they're going to be in Woodville and around the area. They're going to be in Woodville, and then they're going to move to Clear Lake at noon to have lunch of burgers, of course. Mm-hmm. And then they're, af- they're going to have some um, a panel to talk about beef advocacy, and then they're going to move to the Alcivia feed mill in Menominee and have a tour of that. All right, so that's tomorrow for beef producers, the northern Wisconsin beef producers putting that on. Well, the rest of our market futures for hogs, they were higher yesterday, as July was 109.57, up $1.30, August 106.02, up $1.70, October at 93.07, up $1.37, and December at 86.67, that was up a dollar. Board of Trade yesterday, up Thursday, ethanol demand for corn, beans on meal demand, wheat was mixed, and overnight, uh, July corn up 8 at 7.96 this morning, oats down 3 at 6.58, the wheat up 3 to 4 cents, 10.82 for July, and uh, July beans up 12 at 17.22, meal up 2.80 a ton at $432.50. Markets in the dairy industry under pressure. A lot of imports coming in. Barrel cheese down seven and a half yesterday, two thirteen and a half. The blocks were down fourteen and a half cents, all the way down to two oh eight. 
Butter down a penny at two ninety six. Class three were lower. June down a nickel twenty four twenty nine. July down forty nine at twenty three seventy seven. August down thirty at twenty four ten. September down thirty eight at twenty three ninety four. And October down eighteen at twenty three eighty nine. And that's a look at the markets this morning. Courtesy of the folks at Rural Mutual Insurance at ten and a half minutes after five fifty seven eighty two and sun today. Clark County is looking for volunteers for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Pick your day, pick your time. For details and to sign up, visit wifarmtechdays.org. Click on the volunteer information button, wifarmtechdays.org, or call Paula, 715-302-1177. 715-302-1177. Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, Rural Mutual Insurance, is a proud sponsor of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the Wisconsin FFA convention wrapped up yesterday, and a good convention it was, and even better for Casey Dank of Mondovi. Casey is the new state FFA president, and our Allison Lund had a chance to talk to Casey, and if you're wondering and don't know, Casey is a young lady. <laughs> And uh, she will she will do a good job. But our Allison Lund had a chance to catch up with her quickly, and we'll catch up with Casey this week when all the FFA officers are in Marshfield for their training. We always go over there and catch up with our officers in Section 1237 and our state president. But uh, just a little short blurb that Allison had with Casey yesterday about becoming the president. I am so excited for the coming year. I look back on the past year, and I'm so thankful for all the memories that I had and all the FFA members that I met, and I just cannot believe that I get to serve another year in this organization. And now as president, what are you hoping to bring to the table this year? I'm hoping to bring back all the energy and all the activities that we had in the past and get the membership goal up again, so we're hoping to just have back more events and more activities for FFA members to attend. Our team is looking forward to having fire conferences back in the fall, so that's for younger members. So that'll be good to get more members involved and then see that their potential in agriculture and FFA is endless, and then they'll join, and we're just so excited to get back in the schools in the fall. Could you just detail, like, what is your background in agriculture? Uh, Who are your parents? All that stuff. Where are you from? Yeah, I grew up in Mondovi, Wisconsin. My parents are Mark and Tammy Denk. I grew up on my family's beef farm, so we have beef cattle, and then we also raise Holstein and Angus Cross steers. So that's my tie to agriculture. I've been working on my farm our entire life, and I'm so happy that I get to serve for an organization that gives back to agriculture. And again, that's Casey Denk, who is our new FFA president in Wisconsin. Casey, of course, from Mondovi, and we'll catch up with her more next week. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The recent FFA alumni dairy breakfast put on by the Abbotsford FFA hosted by a couple of Colby High School graduates, and that's Taylor and Evan Ensign. And uh, Taylor, as you were just mentioned before we started, you wanted to give people a farm experience by hosting the breakfast. So what are some of the things you've allowed people to do? So we really just want to get people out on the farm, interacting with the animals a little bit. We've got our petting zoo out here that people can really get to know the animals a little bit. But we have our barn doors open, and we just want people to be able to see what we do on a daily basis. And tell us what you do on a daily basis here. So Evan's kind of the one who uh, runs the show, but we milk our cows twice a day. We've got 50 milking right now, and then we've got all of our young stock, and our, we raise out our steers as well. On top of that, we have a little funny farm, and we've got kids to to wrangle as well. Tell me about the fact that at the dairy breakfast you were serving your own milk. Tell us about that. Um, That was a dream of Evan's uh, that just kind of came about. He said he wanted to do something different and something special and that's kind of what we came up with. We shipped to Nasonville and they were very on board with making sure it got done and got done right. So we really appreciated working with them. And Evan... Tell us about the the farm layout itself, how many acres you got here, and uh, what kind of a spring did you have as far as dealing with Mother Nature and getting the crops in? So we run 275 acres about, and uh, we got most of our crops in pretty good. We hit one little weather window and pretty much stayed out as long as I had to to get everything in the ground quick. Uh, Everything's back out of the ground. So like Taylor said, we milk 50 cows here, and uh, we intensively rotational graze them. We just started that. This is our third summer doing it, and uh, definitely like it way better than anything else. Saves a lot on feel and everything that way how about herd health also on that very good like cow's feet way better than what we've ever had before just overall cows seem really happy out there very hot summer days we pull them in the barn keep them inside for the day on the fans but 
other than that, they're out there. Last year, I think we grazed just shy of six months with cows outside. Now we're into the, the first part of June here. First crop, taking that, or is it still to come off? Well, I was going to have to move out to a doghouse if I took it off before this. That's what the wife said. So, still standing yet. So, how are you going to put it up? How do you use it? Uh, we try to take everything off. Majority of our feed comes off as in haylage, and uh, that's just for our winter feed and stored in upright silos and bags. Taylor, how long have you and uh, Evan? had the operation here. How'd you get involved in it? So this is actually my family's farm. We would be the third generation on the farm. When I grew up, it was not a working dairy farm. It was just a hobby farm. And we just kept the buildings up just in case we ever needed them. And here we are, milking cows. How'd you make that decision, you and Evan, to to turn this into an operating dairy farm? Because it's wonderful to hear because we hear so many going the other way. Right. Um, Evan always knew he wanted to farm, he wanted to work with animals, and he wanted to be able to make his own decisions. So we ended up here because it was close to family, and with a farm our size, we really rely on our family quite a bit to help us with taking off haylage as it comes off and, you know, just helping out with kids when we need it and um, keeping us rolling when we need to. And again, that's uh, Evan and Taylor Ensign. Taylor, of course, was the ag instructor at Colby for a while and uh, a start-up dairy farm. We're not talking about that, as I said very often, and it's good to see. Well, Jewel, uh, Julie, Jill, <laughs> wrap, up the, uh, wrap up the convention for us. All right. Western Wisconsin has another state FFA president. At yesterday's final session of the group's 93rd annual convention in Madison, Casey Dank of the Mondovi FFA was chosen to lead the organization for 2022-2023. She takes over from Menominee's Ben Steyer, who gave one of the finest farewell speeches in the group's history. Dank will lead an officer team of six young ladies and four young men, unlike this past year when Steyer was the only male on the team. Another top honor to an area member was the State Star in Agri-Science, which went to Wyatt Gotham. Let me help you out. That's uh, Wyatt Gotham of New Auburn. Wyatt Gotham of New Auburn. Almost 3,600 members, advisors, and guests attended this year's convention. All right, and as we said, as we go along, we've got more programs with more young people from down at the convention. We'll get those on as well, but congratulations to all who participated and won, and we're at the convention. It was a a good convention. Again, a a nice crowd down there. Coming up, we're going to find out how those state grants uh, get used for uh, dairy plants about the Landmark Creamery, sheep and goat, and what they're doing with that milk and uh, how the grants are helping them next, right here on Wax. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We keep reporting about grants that are available to creameries and small businesses around the state. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. Taylor had direct contact with somebody who's taking advantage of some of that funding. Yeah, that's right, Jill. And with the help of dairy processor grant money from the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, and a grant from the Dairy Business Innovation Alliance, a Payoli Creamery is reaching new heights with what they're able to do on their property. I'm Taylor Schaefer from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Building renovations, new equipment, and products are all in the forecast for Landmark Creamery, which is a Paoli-based operation that was founded eight years ago. Anna Landmark, who's the co-owner and head cheesemaker at the, at the operation, shares more about their story and how they're utilizing state dollars to expand their operation. So my name is Anna Landmark, and in 2014, um, my business partner and I, Anna Thomas-Bates, launched Landmark Creamery. We specialize in sheep milk cheeses, but we do do some cow milk cheese. Um, We try to use pasture-grazed milk as much as we're able to. And we've we've been successful for the last eight years in, in growing our business, and we kind of distribute small our small batches of cheese um, pretty much across the country, coast to coast. And in terms of your sales, wholesale directly to the consumer, what does that kind of look like for your business model? Mm-hmm. When we first got started, it was pretty much 
primarily wholesale. Um, when we opened up our retail store in the fall of 2017, we started doing a lot more direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. The pandemic really shifted the balance. Um, we had been about 80% wholesale, 20% direct to consumer, and uh, most of our wholesale was going to restaurants. Um, and so when the pandemic hit and everything shut down, we pretty much lost 80% of our business in, in a, the span of a week or two. So we, we were able to quickly revamp, though, because we had a pretty robust website that allowed us to do online orders, shipping, and we were able to set up a local delivery program. And that kind of carried us through. And, and since then, we're trying to kind of reestablish a balance of about 50% direct-to-consumer in the, the Dane County region um, and about 50% wholesale then where we're still continuing to ship to some of our, our previous customers, distributors who are on the coast and a couple other states around the area. Looking at your plans for expansion, can you talk about how those dairy processor grants are really going to impact you here at this business? The grants are, are helping us with planning to both expand our product lineup, but also just grow our production by owning our own facility. So right now, we rent space to manufacture our cheese at Cedar Grove, and we've been doing that since uh, since we launched in 2014. So Bob Wills has been very generous in letting us bring our sheet milk up there and making our cheese from anywhere you know, from once a week. Um, for a while, I was doing a couple times a week, and it's really kind of varied our schedule. You know, our schedule is varied as we've gone through the years. But, you know, we're, we've always been somewhat limited to, you know, the equipment that he has in his plants, which is tailored around the styles of cheese he's making. And by renovating our own building now, we'll be able to really expand the, the different types of cheeses that we're making. Even the shapes of cheeses that we're making, you know, we'll be able to expand the number of forms that we're using and things like that. And we'll also be able to add a lot of new products, you know, because we'll be able to use a separator. We'll be able to do mixed milk cheeses. And these are all things that are just challenging to do when you're renting space in somebody else's plant. You know, the steps that take multiple days are things that have been out of our reach so far. So the grants are helping us cover engineering, which is a very expensive and very time-consuming, long process to try to get your floor plans together and make sure all the systems are working. They're going to help us through a lot of the licensing and regulation process as well. And then some of the other grants are going to help us with purchasing particular pieces of equipment that are really expensive. You know, a a milk separator, cream separator is a $60,000 piece of equipment. Some of the cup sealers for, you know, lengthening... um, the shelf life on some of our products is another $35,000. So the grants are really helpful in enabling us to be able to make those purchases and start it's kind of diversifying both on the market side and but on the product side too. Mm-hmm. On top of the cheese that you have here, you're also interested in potentially producing your own butter. So can you talk about how Seven Acres is really going to play a role here with Landmark, how you're going to have a business that's almost cohesive together with that butter production, but then also the products that you do produce here? Sure. Yeah, so we've always wanted to, butter's always been one of those products that we would really love to make. One, we wanted to do really high-end, like really special, like pasture-grazed or butter made with local milk, kind of like like you get from France. They're, they have a lot of regional butters, and the production is just really spot-on and a really, really high-quality butter. But, you know, you need a separator. And honestly, butter production is not compatible with cheese production. It's completely different temperatures in your make rooms, very different equipment. So in the the limited space that we have here in our building in Paoli, we just couldn't fit in both cheese production and butter production. And because we wanted to utilize specific milk, either from local farms or pasture-grazed milk, we can't just buy cream, you know, from other plants either. So we wanted to control that process, which meant we needed a separator. And then we needed the cheese production to be able to do something with the rest of that skimmed milk. So when Nick kind of approached us about his project with the Seven Acre Dairy Company and whether there was any sort of production that we could do in his building... He wanted to carry that tradition forward in that building as having some sort of dairy production going on there. Butter seemed like the logical fit. We did need a lot of space. The equipment itself is small. We're able to do the cream separation here in our, our building. We can process the rest of the skim milk into, you know, whether it's bottled milk or cheese, or maybe we mix it with sheep milk and do mixed milk cheeses. But then we can just take the cream down there and we can do 100 gallons tiny 100 gallon batches at a time so it was a really good fit 
and it's something now that he can feature in his restaurant. We can do, you know, special butters just for him. We can do little stamps for his restaurant and things like that. And it gives us an outlet for that product, but then also allows us to sell it in the region too. So I don't anticipate our wholesaling, wholesaling our butter very much. I think most of what we're making will be, will, or most of what we'll be making will sell direct to consumer. And again, that's what they're doing, a landmark creamery with the uh, sheep and goat products. And uh, that, again, funded by those state grants. So they are working. People are taking advantage of them, expanding their opportunities. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days, Madison County. Sawyer Brown. And featuring Joe Nichols as well. Camping, food, and fun Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Green, Partners Bank, and many more. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.30 in the morning here at Wax. 57 degrees, sun, and 82 today. And like I said, this is hay and weather. You got anything you're doing this weekend? Well, no haying necessarily. Oh, I was going to say, a good, strong farm girl like you might be available to work in the hay mall. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom, of course, so you're not you're not available. Well, you know, I can be in a pinch, but my back can't take it like oh, I used to when Lord. I was younger. I might have some weeding oh, to do, though, that's God. for sure. Well, yeah. all right, we won't make you do any of that honest work so we'll we'll let you do the news instead well gee i what's appreciate going, that what's going on trust me there's plenty of heavy lifting there too i don't know if my back can take this much longer from the 715 newsroom we're going to start with headlines that keep us in our area good morning here's what we're learning today we know a death investigation is underway in eau claire county as the sheriff's office says they received a call about 11 yesterday from somebody who found a body in a ditch on mallard road in clear creek deputies say that the public is not in danger as the death appears to be an isolated incident. If you heard fire sirens last night around 10 o'clock, they were probably headed to Illinois Street. Reports of a structure fire there. So far, no injuries reported. About $10,000 in estimated damages. Construction ahead of schedule isn't something we usually hear, but in Barron County, the County T Bridge Project has done just that, finished a little ahead of time. Wisconsin DOT Secretary Craig Thompson and Barron County officials celebrated the completion of the bridge. It had began in April of this year. It's an entirely new bridge located north of U.S. Highway 8 near Barron. The original bridge over the Vermilion River was built in 1965. That had been nearing the end of its usefulness. When it comes to campus, we go and see that there's a new major beginning in the fall of 2023. Students can earn a Bachelor of Business Administration that's specifically in business communication. Now, not only is that a first of its kind at the UW system, but it's unique across the United States. Students seeking this particular major will take part in internships and then community-based work that's applicable to the real world. And on this day, when it comes to honest work, well, all those uh, June dairy breakfast plates have to go somewhere. Today is Global Garbage Man Day. It's a day dedicated to celebrating those who keep our communities clean. You can celebrate their efforts by thanking your garbage men and women and by giving them a hand loading items if you have an unusually large amount of garbage. National Garbage Man Day was founded in 2011, then became a global celebration shortly thereafter, and then it was dubbed Global Garbage Man Day. I'm Mark Mayfield. And on that note, to all the dads that are probably on trash duty a lot ahead of this weekend, a happy Father's Day to you. From the 715 Newsroom, I'm Morgan McCarthy. And now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. So many things going on. I forgot it was Father's Day this weekend. And a happy one to you, too. Well, I appreciate it. Going to talk that. to the boys? I'm sure I will uh, talk to him. I talked to my son in the Army in uh, Monterey, California. Yeah. And he said, I'm not feeling well. I said, what's the matter? I got COVID. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, but I, he didn't know how he got it. It's just one of those things. So, But I hope to see him in a couple of weeks. Hopefully he's home here. I haven't seen him in a couple of years, so oh, that'll be fun. Good deal. It would be nice to welcome him back. I guess so. Thanks, Morgan. Happy Father's Day, Bob. Thank you very much. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning on Wax. We'll check in with Mike over at Skyward 13 next. Beautiful weather. Weather forecast brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean over in uh, Dunn County, Menominee area. Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13 this morning. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. How we doing? Good. What do you do after you get out of work in the morning? What time do you go home? 
Well, I, I go home usually for a little bit of a lunch, and I go to the gym after uh, we do the morning show cut-ins, and then I, I have to come back for the noon. Forget but. the gym next week, because <laughs> usually in the afternoon we start making hay. And if you want exercise, I can line you up with guys that'll let you rack <laughs> hay in a rack or mow hay and sweat it off and really get a workout in. Because it looks like say, you're giving us good hay and weather. Yeah, that is going to be fantastic. Well, you're going to really break out of sweat uh, going into next week. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, great weather for it. And, uh, yes, that is one heck of a workout there. I will, uh, I will absolutely say that much. But uh, otherwise, yeah, today... Great day out there. Not uh, not much wind to talk about. Stark contrast from yesterday. Plenty of sunshine out there and temperatures in the upper 70s and low 80s. Clear conditions persisting into tonight with mid-50s for our overnight lows. Now, tomorrow, starting off with plenty of sunshine, we could see a little bit of some cloud cover through the latter half of the afternoon as some uh, warm air tries to work its way in uh, from the south and then uh, going into tomorrow night. Low 60s for our overnight lows. And then Father's Day, we start to crank up the heat, mostly sunny conditions. And uh, temperatures getting into the mid to upper 80s. And Sunday night is when we start to get into the real heart of this heat, if you will. Otherwise, mainly clear and low 70s for our overnight lows. And by Monday, this is when we could approach record territory. Sunny and hot with highs in the mid-90s. Now, we could have a chance at some showers and storms just because of that heat and humidity that comes along with it. But otherwise, mainly sunny conditions for a good part of the day. Similar day on Tuesday, but maybe just a little bit cooler. Low 90s on tap. And by Wednesday, mostly sunny, mid-80s, starting to get a little bit more relatively comfortable, of course. And uh, Thursday, back into the mid to upper 80s with sunny conditions in store. And right now, we're looking at a little bit of sunshine out there as the sun is starting to come up in a temperature of 57 degrees in Eau Claire. Now, what's your cell number in case somebody calls and says <laughs> they do need, they could use an extra hand? Uh, well, I don't feel comfortable giving that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd only give it to selected people, so... Okay. All right. Well, hey, you. Uh, thank you for the hay and weather, and you have a great weekend. You too, Bob. We'll talk to you Tuesday. There you go. That's Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13 on our weather this morning. Brought to you by... Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Brent's here, Jill's here, Bob's here, Jerry's going to be here. But before we get all a lot of that stuff, let's go to Jill. Jill, the weekend. It's another weekend full of dairy breakfasts around the area. Tomorrow, it's the first ever breakfast on the farm in Eau Claire County at Nellie's Holstein's, just outside of Eau Claire on Maple Road. Other Saturday breakfasts are in Trempolo County at the Brian Hovey Farm near Pigeon Falls, in Pierce County at the UW River Falls Man Valley Farm. Tomorrow's La Crosse County breakfast will be at the Rick and Janelle Oldenburg Farm near West Salem, with breakfast also served tomorrow morning in Owen Withy at the Owen at the Withy Day, Days Pavilion. Sunday breakfast will be at the Rail Acres Farm near Loyal, the site of next month's Farm Technology Days, as well as the Marshfield FFA Alumni Breakfast at Bangart Farms near Stratford. And if you want to get a jump on the fair season, the Colfax Free Fair is underway this weekend with livestock judging starting at 9 this morning. You can also head on out to the Stanley Rodeo that runs all weekend in Stanley. And Lake Martha Days is in Osseo. And the Northern Wisconsin Beef Producers is having their summer picnic on Saturday starting at 10 o'clock in Woodville. And we got weather that it will be no excuse for you not to go to some of these events. And I will say, you go to the Trempolo County Breakfast down there at the Hovey Farm near Pigeon Falls at your own risk. I have no control over whether or not Howard Olson will be there and whether or not he will bug everybody there. But, uh, again, if you see him, just kind of, you know, do the appropriate U-turn or whatever. But uh, I'm sure Howard Olson will be there at some point in time. And one of the pancake flippers down there will be my son. So 
You know, I don't no. know how well he'll make the pancakes for you, but Cody will be down there flipping pancakes. Well, maybe he can throw a few at Howard. <laughs> but again, get out and enjoy a breakfast. Get out and enjoy some of these events this weekend. Lots going on. A lot of people work hard to put these events on. And Mother Nature is cooperating. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. That's farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Grain. Partners Bank, plus many more. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we will get to markets, but again, FFA convention wrapped up yesterday, and uh, Jill, uh, FFA Hall of Fame. Brother Mark? Yeah, my brother Mark Zimmerman was inducted into the FFA Hall of Fame. And And, uh, deservedly so. How long has he been Spencer FFA advisor for so many years? 33 years. Yeah. And if you just think of all the kids that he's affected in positive ways, he has had many student teachers, he's had many state officers, and now with Courtney being the national officer, you know, that's, wow. He's done an awful lot, expanded that program, got those kids involved in the community and the community involved in FFA, so well-deserved for uh, Mark to be in the Wisconsin FFA Hall of Fame. Also, if you missed it, the new state officer team, Casey Danka-Mondovi, of course, is the, the president. Section 1, Isaac Hopke of the Spooner FFA. Section 2, Heidi Stry of Osseo. Section 3, Kendra Goplin of Whitehall. And if you wanted to see a nervous mother, Mindy Goplin, who is, uh, of course, the ag advisor down there at Whitehall, she was as nervous. Oh, my goodness, she was nervous. But uh, Kendra got to be the the uh, state officer down there in Section 3. She'll serve as the reporter. And Section 7, Devaney, uh, Devaney Hinkleman from the Loyal FFA chapter. So, again, congratulations to those of the four in our areas that we cover with our FFA on the air, Sections 1, 2, 3, and 7. We'll talk to them next week over in Marshfield. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's almost quarter to six. 57 degrees out there. It's going to be 82 and sunny today. Enjoy the day. And we need to run on over to Equity Altoona and hear from Jim Lindsay. Choice beef steers, nephers, dollar fifteen to a dollar thirty-nine. Choice dairy cross steers, nephers, dollar fifteen to a dollar thirty-seven. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, a dollar thirty-five to a dollar thirty-seven. We had a top of a one forty-one and a half. Choice Holstein steers, one fifteen to one twenty-four. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, a dollar fourteen and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from eighty-three to ninety-four. We had a top of ninety-five and a half. Sixty percent of the cows sold from sixty to eighty-two. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from fifty-nine and down. Organic market from Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 90 to $1.12. We had a top of $1.13 and a half. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 89 and down. Cull bulls sold from 75 to $1.05. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 70 to $175 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $70 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 100 to $275 per head. We're now selling organic cattle here at the Altoona Market on Tuesdays. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, June 17th at noon. We are expecting two to 250 head of feeders for that sale, a lot of good Holstein and beef feeders. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. What better way to celebrate all things agricultural than with a good old country music concert? Farm Tech Fest, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Featuring Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joe Nichols. On-site camping available. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. That's farmtechfest.com. A huge thank you to some of the great sponsors. Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, and many more. 
the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to more markets over the Equity Stratford barn to wrap up the week. Good morning, Chair. Mr. Fitzgerald is with us. How you doing? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Boy, on a morning like this, you got to be good. The sun is coming up, a nice 56 degrees. It's beautiful. It really is. Well, wrap up the week for us. What'd you do over there this week? I'll do that, Bob. Thank you. And a very good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. On the cow market this week, steady trend on the cows, good demand, high-yielding cows selling from 77 to 93, topping in 97 on Monday. Uh, most of the cows this week sold between 58 and 76, thinner, light carcass cows below 58. On the bull trade, your better quality bull selling from 105 to 115, topping at 119, lighter bulls below a dollar. Fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from a dollar 12 to a dollar 29, select underfinished cattle, 110 and below. Calf market, uh, good demand this week also on the bull calves. Better quality bull calves selling from 100 to 200. Uh, fancy bull calves to 255 on Monday's auction. Heifer calves this week, mostly 40 to 100, topping at 135 also on Monday. And your beef calves this week, 175 to 325, up to 355. And I do want to look at the next week here at Stratford. Our next dairy auction will be next Tuesday. We do have two consignments of cattle for that sale, including a partial herd dispersal of 30 Holstein uh, Jersey Cross cows. These are all going to be all dry cows and the bred heifers. Then we do have a consignment of uh, 30 uh, Holstein cows, uh, First and second lactation cows, these are coming from a overstocked farm. So, again, the good components on these cows. Uh, more information on this on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And also do want to mention, Bob, I know uh, uh, the post office, I think the banks are all closed next Monday. Equity Stratford will be open next Monday as usual. So keep that in mind and uh, hope to see the folks at some dairy breakfast this weekend. And uh Again, wish everyone out there a happy Father's Day. Sounds good, Jerry. Hopefully uh, you enjoy the breakfast. It will be a good one this weekend for breakfast, Jerry Fitzgerald. Yeah, it's Juneteenth Day or some darn thing. I don't know what that is, but uh, Juneteenth Day, whatever that's supposed to be all about. But it's a holiday for some. Yeah, let's take a look at the rest of our markets. Board of Trade, uh, July corn this morning up eight cents at seven ninety six. The oats down three at six fifty eight. Wheat up three to four at ten eighty two. July beans up twelve at seventeen twenty two. Meal up two eighty a ton this morning at four hundred thirty two dollars and fifty cents. Country elevator prices: wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn's at seven forty one with soybeans at sixteen sixty seven. Doomer's grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcadia corn is at seven sixty six with soybeans at. 1684. On the DTN screen, Golden Plump Corn is 771. At Baldwin, 734 and 1665. Duran's Corn is at 734. Beans, 1655. In Mondovi, with a corn at 734, the beans are 1660. Elmwood, 739 and 1665. Fall Creek, 719 and 1650. In Osseo, Corn at 744, the beans at 1665. Elk Mound, 743 and 1670. Sparta, 738 and 1674. And over at Ellsworth, corn 719, beans 1640. Ethanol plants, 782 for corn at Boysville, 757 at Stanley. New Richmond, 752. Barrel cheese down 7.5, 213.5. Blocks down 14.5, 208. Butter down 1, 296. June class three down a nickel at twenty four twenty nine. July down forty nine at twenty three seventy seven. The August price down thirty at twenty four ten. September class three down thirty eight at twenty three ninety four. And October down eighteen at twenty three eighty nine. Friday morning at Wax. Brent is with us on our Cover in the Cops program, brought to you by Winfield United, the Ag Division of Land Lakes. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Brent is with us this morning. Brent Wink on our Winfield United Covering the Crops program. And I'm telling you, this weather, knee-high by the force, shouldn't be too much of a problem, should it? No, certainly the, well, some of that early planted corn as I drive across the countryside is already there. Yeah, when I was down in southern Wisconsin, I saw some of that too. But uh, what else are you seeing, I guess, is the big question. Yeah, I got an opportunity to kind of do a little traveling this week. We had kind of some internal training. We were down at the West Salem answer plot for our uh, Wisconsin and Northern Illinois staff and kind of looking at some of the things going on there. And 
again, just across the country or across our state, there's corn at every stage of just emerging to knee high. So a lot of different things going on this year. But, uh, you know, some of the stuff we're seeing down there in our answer plots and we'll kind of get a little closer to home and bringing in ag retail sellers and growers into the answer plots around here. But uh, certainly a lot of neat things. Uh, We've got some soybean uh, population trials that we put into the to the plots where we've got uh, soybean populations all the way down to 25,000 plants per acre, which obviously we don't uh, recommend, but from 25,000 all the way up to 200,000, we've got some new soybean seed treatments. So next year we'll have a release of a new Warden CX2 soybean seed treatment that looks really, really good compared to what we've had in the past, picking up some additional uh, protection. So really nice to see that at this emergence stage and, and looking at that. There's also some new biologicals on the market. It seems like this year has been just a, a flood of a lot of those things. So there's some of those that we're looking at again and seeing. Some of those is hard to see visual differences. You'll try to see if you pick up some additional yield at the combine. Um, we've got a new plant growth regulator product kind of that goes in the tank at planting and, and digging plants and looking at roots that definitely sees, uh, see more biomass on the plants and so again you're hoping that you set up that corn plant early on in the season with additional growth under underground and that will definitely be a reward and then just looking at some adjuvant trials there's just a lot of different adjuvants and with the different trait platforms for soybeans whether you're using liberty or you're using dicamba or or the enlist technology and making sure that you get the adjuvants right so certainly uh looking at some of the oils or some of the additional surfactants with those products. And if we don't do those right, what the impact on weed control is. So a lot of those things were really uh, interesting to see. And like I say, now we'll get the local agronomist um, in the plots up here to look at that and and, uh, get it out there for the growers. And one last thing I wanted to mention, uh, kind of switching gears, but our our forage genetics down in West Salem. We've got a grower, seller and grower day coming up Wednesday, July 13th for an opportunity for people to go tour that facility. Uh, it's our, our alfalfa research facility. That's July 13th. You can talk with your local agronomist at Alcivia or Synergy Co-op or River Country Co-op or any of the other local co-ops to kind of RSVP for that day. But really, it's it's an event tailored for alfalfa growers, sellers, nutritionists, anybody with an interest in alfalfa. We've got uh, some cutting management trials looking at 28-day, 33-day, and 38-day harvest intervals. Dr. Dan Undersander will be down there speaking. Uh, Randy Welch, just a whole host of of uh, people. So that's coming up July 13th. And again, you can reach out to your local agronomist to get RSVP'd for that date. So uh, the, a lot of stuff coming up. It's kind of good to be back into full swing of field field yeah. days and, and uh, ability to meet and uh, getting everyone together. So it's kind of a lot that uh, to look forward to here this summer. All right, sounds good. Brand Wink with us. Uh, coming up, you got dairy breakfast. You don't have many dairy breakfasts. Well, River Falls this weekend. Yeah, That's no, I, I, got, I get the luxury of traveling to Kansas City this weekend. We've got our national sales meeting there next Ooh, week. So I'm driving, dri- or flying. driving down. Oh, uh, by the time you spend time in the airports and things, you yep. can almost be halfway yep. there. So. so we do it every year. Go drive to Kansas City, too. Drive safely. Yeah, happy Father's Day yeah, to you and everyone you. else out there this weekend. Very good. Brent Wink, covering the crops on our Winfield program this morning. 57 degrees, sunshine, 82. It's going to be a great weekend and a great week. Make sure you enjoy it. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.